It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Listen, put me in the parking lot, you know, um, with Bears, and I'll go out there and play. It don't matter. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What a weekend for college football. And a lot of it impacts Auburn. We'll talk about that. Uh, also, Mississippi State beat Vandy. They looked okay. We'll talk about uh, also what the rest of Auburn's 2020 could possibly look like. Today's show brought to you by our great friends at Fetch Me Home Delivery. Use Fetch Me again this weekend. Their fetchers have uh, outstanding service every single time. That's something that they uh, take a lot of pride in and they control every step of the delivery process because not independent contractors. These are actual Fetch Me employees and you can tell. You can tell with kind of their uh, universal approach to excellence in all things uh, delivery. So this week you can use promo code 10OFF, 10OFF to uh, three restaurants each week. This week, the restaurants are Brick Oven, El Patron, and The Breezeway. So uh, got a little bit of everything there. Uh, use promo code 10OFF, 10OFF. If your uh, purchase is over $30, they'll take care of a third of it, $10 for you. So um, I think that is awesome. You can also use promo code Zach20 for your first delivery free. And don't forget to add a few extra bucks to your purchase. All that will go to the Beat Bama Food Drive. And at the end of the campaign, they're going to match all the donations. They've already surpassed last year's stuff. So uh, thank you guys so much for uh, helping out with that. So once again, fetchmedelivery.com or their new and improved Fetch Me Delivery app. I'm Zach Blackerby. Michael Pappas, how are you, bud? Doing well this morning, Zach. How are you? I'm doing good, buddy. I am doing good. Crazy uh, weekend of college football. Um, I want to start things off with Notre Dame winning. We talked um, last week about some folks asking us, okay, it's a long shot, but what does the path for Auburn to the college football playoff look like uh, just from a hypothetical standpoint? Well, Notre Dame winning, it kind of looks like the four college football playoff teams have now been decided, I think, the nearly impossible road for Auburn to get there um, got even more difficult with Notre Dame beating Clemson on Saturday night in double overtime. Uh, maybe. I mean, if if Clemson loses again or, or if Notre Dame slips up against some of, the, some of these other ACC teams, they, they can still be eliminated, right? Like, and those two teams will have to play again. So if Clemson loses again to Notre Dame, they're out also. And obviously, you know, two losses to Notre Dame would probably look better than Auburn's two losses on the season. But um, the time of your losses matters, though. You know, and if Auburn yeah. were to, in theory, went out, I think the uh, the committee would look past a lot of that. I think they would look past South Carolina. Uh, and then, you know, the Georgia loss, we'll get to Georgia in just a second, but like that Georgia loss does not look as good um, as far as, you know, the, the playoff committee has no issue with if you lose to a good team and Georgia did not look like that good of a team on Saturday. So uh, you're right, though. And then it's like if Clemson loses again, I still think they're going to want to take a two-loss Clemson over a two-loss Auburn, but... If Auburn can go to Tuscaloosa and win in the Iron Bowl, I think all bets are off at that point. I think it's, if you were able to do that, if anybody's able to do that, you've got to kind of look and say, okay, you know, they beat the best team in college football on the road. That's that's pretty tough to do. 
So I still think Auburn has a chance. They just got to win out, and that's going to be really, really hard. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I agree about that one. Georgia got waxed. Um, I feel like Auburn played them at an unfortunate time, Michael, which is kind of funny because all offseason we're like, the earlier Auburn plays Georgia, the better because they didn't have their quarterback situation figured out. But if Auburn plays this Georgia team this past weekend, I think Auburn beats them. And it's just kind of a, it's just kind of a bummer on how that played out. Yeah. You know what I kept thinking about during this game? What's that? This is going to be really bad, really bad, and I'm going to apologize for it up front. But Oh, no. Remember how everyone made such a big deal about how Georgia hired Scott Cochran away from Alabama? Mm-hmm. And, and instead of keeping him as the strength and conditioning coach, they made him the, uh, the special teams coordinator or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think after a game like this where they had, I don't know, half the team get injured, they're like, hmm, maybe we should have made that guy the strength and conditioning coach? Because, <laughs> I mean, it was just absurd. It was like on every play, the Georgia defenders were were making tackles and then staying down. It, I mean, that was ridiculous. Florida looked very good, but I still don't even think that Florida was really the story of that game. Yeah, I agree with you. Kyle, I mean, Trask, Georgia, Kyle Trask was impressive, though. Yeah, he's very efficient. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I mean, it helps when your receivers are wide open. You're right. I, I think I think that was more of a, a Dan Mullen win than a Kyle Trask win. He is very good. He's very good. Mm-hmm. Nothing against Kyle Trask, but yeah, Dan Mullen just just spanked Kirby Smart in this one, and you know Georgia's entire secondary got hurt, and like half of their team. And Stetson Bennett's just Stetson Bennett. I mean, he is what we thought he was. Yeah, it's just going to take time. And now that there's film on him and all of that, it's like I think Auburn really would have benefited from that if they could have seen mm-hmm. a few games of him. But oh well, oh well. Um, South Carolina, they got smacked around by Texas A&M. And that South Carolina loss continues to look worse and worse. I think we're going to talk about the South Carolina loss for years. Yeah, I don't know if Texas A&M, I mean, I don't know how much that's an indictment on South Carolina this game or or, or what. Uh, it looked like, I mean, in the first half it was really a close game and then A&M just broke it open. I think that South Carolina defense just kind of gave up at, one, at some point. But, yeah, you might be right. That That is, both of Auburn's losses are, are looking worse and worse, which is, Weird, because at the time it was kind of like, oh, well, it's Georgia. Like, that's eh, not a problem. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the other part is they um, – with with the Georgia – like, Georgia's still the second-best team in the SEC East. Right. Which is, like, a little ridiculous. Like, they already beat all the other teams in the SEC East, right? I don't even know who else they have to play. Uh, yeah, I mean, Kentucky was the other one, and they took care of business the, the week before with that, so – and they already beat Tennessee, didn't they? So, like, yeah, they, yeah, they did. So, uh, South Carolina is going to beat them now, and everyone's going to what? What the heck is going on? Um, <laughs> yeah, Texas A&M, they do look good. Uh, not going to lie about that. They they look like a good team, but that that's going to be a tall task. We knew it going into the season that that A&M was not going to be bad. I don't think they're the sixth best team or seventh best team in the country or whatever. 
they're ranked. That seems a little ridiculous, but yeah. Also, that 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 Georgia team that was put on the field the other day um, just looked exactly like the Florida teams between Urban Meyer and Dan Mullen. Okay. With Will Muschamp and oh man, Dan McElwain and. That, that, that would come out and field these incredible defenses. I forgot but, McElwain existed until you uh, said it, it, it was Jim, though, right? It's Jim McElwain. Yeah, what did I say? Dan. Oh, my bad. Yeah, Jim McElwain. My bad. I forgot he existed until uh, until this moment. Well, eh, worth it. Or, <laughs> I mean, they, they kept going to the, 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 the championship game. <laughs> I mean, yeah. They, they, I mean, they would just field these, like, in just incredible defenses that would, I mean, you, you would not be able to score points at all, but their offense couldn't score either. Yeah, they'd score, like, 13 points a game, and it was, like, with their defense, like, getting a pick six or a scoop and score or a kick return. Yeah, it was just yeah. wild. So, you know, and, and it seems like that's kind of what Georgia is this year. Yeah. And so if your offense can, can figure it out and put up points, you're going to beat them. And that's what happened to those Florida teams also. Tennessee, then, you know, yeah. they'd make the playoff at 9-2 or whatever. Tennessee lost to Arkansas. I feel much better about this matchup coming up in a few weeks. I know that was one that we, um, we you and I kind of differed on. You felt good about it going into the season. I did not. And uh, I'm definitely coming to your side of the camp on that one. So we'll, we'll talk about um, the rest of Auburn's schedule in just a moment. I know you feel like you're always on. I know in 2020 everything's go, go, go with work and, and, and social things. And sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit reset. And that's when you need to reach for Coors Light. That's the beer that's literally made to chill. We cracked open a few Coors Lights this past weekend watching college football. It's great. Very cold. Very refreshing. And um, highly encourage you to, um, if you haven't cracked open a Coors Light in a while, you need to do so. You absolutely need to do that. It's the, it's the beer made to chill, cold lagered, cold filtered, cold packaged, literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light and the new look delivered straight to your door at get.coorslight.com. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company. Golden, Colorado. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months, or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. All right, Pappas. Auburn's next opponent, Mississippi State. They beat Vanderbilt this past weekend. Um, I think they had a good game from their quarterback. Will Rogers went 35 of 46 on the day, 226 yards and a touchdown. Um, More effective than we've seen Costello be at parts of this season and then um, Mississippi State's defense forced five turnovers against Vanderbilt. I think for all, uh, for Mississippi State to beat Auburn this weekend, they're going to have to do that again. But it's crazy. They had five turnovers, and like they didn't score that many points. Like Their quarterback scored one touchdown. 
and you know they they don't run the ball at all. So like that's just that was really underwhelming for me to see that they got so many chances to score, and they just didn't really do it against Vanderbilt. Uh, they scored twenty four points. They won twenty four to seventeen. Um, it's probably the best Mississippi State's looked in a few weeks, but it still did not look good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. Like you said, Zach, 46 attempts, 226 yards. That's under five yards per attempt. Yeah. So Will Rogers just dinking and dunking his way down the field. Um, hey, man, I don't really know. Auburn should boat race Mississippi State with the way that they've looked this season. Um, and it'll be a good test for Auburn from a point of view of Auburn likes to play man defense. Mm-hmm. And we have seen if you play man defense against Mississippi State, you will get lit up for 623 yards and 11 touchdowns or whatever the heck it was in, in week one. Yeah, I hate zone coverage in Kevin Steele defenses. Like, it has not looked good. It looks clunky. People look lost. I'm hoping with this bye week, though, they had enough time to get guys comfortable doing that. And, like, I mean, we've seen it with with teams playing against Mississippi State in the past, you know, over the past few weeks. Like, you don't have to be a great zone defensive team. It's still slowing them down drastically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it should really just be, like, I mean, keep everything in front of you. And, like you said, Zach, they don't run the ball. Like, right. at all. So, um, I mean, for the for the defense, this should really be... I don't want to say a get-right game because it's not like they were ever wrong, but well, I mean, this should let your your pass rushers pin their ear back, ears back. Um, I'd expect to see a just a ton of Owen Papo in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, he says as if Owen Papo hasn't played every defensive snap the entire season, <laughs> and um, and it's then like when Jaws said Owen Papo is going to be good this year. It's like thank you, Jaws. Yeah. Uh, and then for the corners and, and the safeties, I mean, you kind of, I don't want to say turn your brain off. You can't really turn your brain off, but like you, they should not need to help down in the running game. So, you know, if you're, if you're smoke Monday and, and really Jordan Peters, I, I don't think they should play Jamie and Sherwood. If he like, if whatever, if his leg ankle, whatever is yeah slightly sore, they should be like, no, 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 you're good. Mm-hmm. We'll play Chris Thompson and, whomever else and Jordan Peters instead. Um, just throw all the DBs out there. Who cares? Put them all in the game. I, I'm curious to see if we see that 3-1-7 that Steele whipped out against LSU last year. Um, my only issue with that is can they rush? Can they get there with three guys? I don't know if they can, but I bet we see a ton of DBs. I agree with you there. I bet we see a ton of DBs. On Saturday, and I'm okay with that. I think it's going to be fun to see some of these younger guys get on the field. But I feel really good about this matchup. I know a few weeks ago I, I did not feel good about any time Auburn went on the road, but I just think when you look at the the these two types of teams, I mean Auburn's just in a significantly better situation than than Mississippi State is, and there's really no other way to cut it. Um, and it also would be different if Leach had this, you know, this style of offense where he like switched it up every week, but he just doesn't. Even within like the confines of the air raid, he's still it's still the same type of patterns. He doesn't really mix things up based on 
who he's going up against. And Kevin Steele does really good against that kind of thing. When he knows what's coming, he's able to stop it. So I think they're going to be fine. I would not be shocked if Auburn's offense had some struggles on Saturday against Mississippi State. But I still think they're going to win this game. And it may be a 24-17 type of game. Um, I think a lot of people are going to pick Mississippi State to score less points than that. And I think I may agree. But I think it's going to be somewhere in that window where Auburn's in the mid to high 20s. And Mississippi State's somewhere in the teens. That is my way too early pick. As it's just Monday and we're talking about this. But that's just kind of my gut reaction to, to what to expect this weekend. Stop it. What are you saying? Auburn should boat race Mississippi State. How many times, though, have we said that with them going into Starkville? And it never happens, man. Actually, now that I... Uh, hold on. I'm sorry. Now that I'm looking at Mississippi State's scores, um, their defense is actually kind of decent. They have one of the best defenses in the conference, weirdly enough. And that's with their offense turning it over a million times in a few games. Like, I, yeah, I, so I, I don't they think lost, this defense hold is... On. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Maybe I need to do. Maybe I need to give Mississippi State a little more credit. They can play defense, man. What was it? Was it the Arkansas game that Costello threw six picks? I think that's right. Yeah, because we Arkansas played Arkansas the week after. Has Arkansas intercepted two different quarterbacks six times? <laughs> I'm not sure. All right, so uh, that Arkansas win's looking better and better for Auburn, also. Um, yeah, so. Hold on. I got to find this out. That can't be right. I feel like we would have heard about this so much if Arkansas had picked off miss two different quarterbacks six times. But it's Arkansas. So, like, do people care? Zach, six times? Two different? Who uh, else did Arkansas pick off that... six times? Remind me. Uh, I'm blanking here. Cust- or not, uh, KJ Costello and Matt Corral. Oh, I didn't realize Matt Corral was that bad against them. Yeah, Matt Corral threw six. And that one I'm sure of. Um, <laughs> oh, no. KJ Costello threw three against Arkansas. Yeah, all Arkansas does somehow is catch interceptions. It's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, shout out Arkansas, though. Just winning games, making that win look better and better for that's, Auburn. That's true. As controversial as it was, I'm all about it. So, but yeah, and we'll talk about more about this um, this Mississippi State defense as the week goes on. Oddly enough, I feel like that's the story, not the air raid offense. Which, if you would have told me that going into this game at the start of the season, I would not have believed you. All right, Auburn can finish pretty strong looking at the rest of their schedule. Let's talk about that. Hopefully, without jinxing anything, coming up right here on Locked On Auburn. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. So if Auburn wins out, obviously they would be 8-2. and two. I don't think they're going to win the Iron Bowl. But currently, looking at each individual game, Michael, I think Auburn should finish 7-3. and three. And I think when you look at where we were a few weeks ago, 
the biggest obstacle for Auburn going 7-3, and three, in my opinion, is A&M, which will be after the Iron Bowl. That's going to be a tough game emotionally if they do lose to Alabama. But if Auburn's able to finish 7-3, and three, it just looks vastly different than what we were talking about two or three weeks ago when it was like, can Auburn finish 5-5? Five and five? Yeah, if, if, if Auburn wins the rest of their games, we're talking about going to going on the road and beating, you know, potentially number one, more likely, I think, number two. Actually, I don't, did you see the, the AP poll or whatever? What did, uh, who came in at number one? Is it Alabama? Yeah, it's Alabama. It it's Alabama. Okay. And so Clay going, Travis put out a thing where it's like Alabama has been ranked at least number one for one week. Every, uh, you want to guess for how long? For the past how many seasons? Uh, 12? 13, yeah. That's crazy. Oh, oh I'm, li- I'm an idiot. I'm so dumb. I'm, <laughs> I literally am looking at the Auburn page on ESPN, and the headline in front of my face is Bama Extend Streak, 13th straight year at number one. Oh, there and you I go. still got that wrong. There I'm you an go. idiot. I mean, that is crazy. I mean, that is absolutely ridiculous. But, uh, yeah, so, yeah, they will be, yeah, Alabama will still be number one when Auburn plays there um, in November. Which is this month. That's crazy. That's like three weeks from now. That's wild. It is wild. (laughs) Going too fast. Um, Yeah, Mississippi. Oh, also, did you see that like nine of the or ten of the 14 teams in the SEC have losing records? That's crazy. Yeah. Everyone's average. It's wild. It's like someone. An Auburn situation is actually okay. In the grand scheme of things, it's like I'd rather be Auburn than uh, than Mississippi State or Ole Miss. I'd rather be Auburn than LSU right now. I'd rather be Auburn than than Tennessee and Kentucky. I'd rather be Auburn than South Carolina, despite how that matchup went. I mean, Auburn did a good spot. Yeah, I yeah, I I, I totally agree with you. Um, hey, you know what? Maybe uh, LSU and Coach O will pull an upset at home against Alabama. I mean, if that so, happens, it makes the Iron Bowl significantly more interesting. Yeah. So, I, I know we probably talked about this at the beginning of the season, but does Alabama have the world's easiest schedule this year? Um, like it, I mean, it's just another year, right? It appears to be as easy as an SEC schedule can be. So, that's that's a little ridiculous. Um, but uh, we talked about this after the schedules came out, though. It's like... It's not yeah. Alabama's fault that they don't have to play Alabama. And in fact, going into it, it's like we thought Georgia was going to be really good. And so it's like, I don't know what else you really do to make their schedule more difficult. It's like you can't, they weren't given Florida. Like outside of that, it's like, what else could you do? Oh, yeah. I guess that's true. Like make, make, make Alabama's and... schedule tougher. It's like, what, what, what do you do? Like, what do you switch out? Yeah, no, you're right. Okay, you're right. Uh, you're that's right. just that's just something I always want to point out because I, I'm not some you know, hey, you know the the SEC office is trying to make everything as easy as possible for Alabama. It's like I think the SEC would love for Alabama to play in a type game where they like they did with LSU last year. I mean that game was incredible. Everyone benefits from that except for the team that loses. But even then, it's like you still had a chance to go to the playoff. But yeah, I I just want to point that out. I, I interrupted you. Go ahead. No, no, you're yeah, you're absolutely right. Alabama is definitely hurt because they don't play Alabama. That's 
that's the team that's missing. They they played who we thought was going to be the best team in in the East. Um, if only they wouldn't have let that that one quarterback get away. He's playing pretty well up in Ohio. Um, oh, from Georgia. Yeah, yeah. Fields is balling, man. Yeah, so Alabama goes at LSU, Kentucky, Auburn, at Arkansas. How perfect would it be if Auburn beats Alabama and then Arkansas beats Alabama? That would be great. Does it happen? I don't think so, but that would be great. At Arkansas, man. Pittman's getting it done, bro. Yeah, that, I mean, if, I we're, talking that about coaches, if we're talking about coaches of the year. Give it to them. I'm fine with it. Not just in the SEC, but this turnaround, geez, Arkansas just got railroaded. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. How did I forget all these schedules? Wow. Yeah, we devoted like two weeks to this, bud. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but, yeah, I just wanted to say, like, you know, I think Auburn's in a great spot to finish the season 7-3. and three. And just when you look at where this team was a few weeks ago, I mean, just a total 180 as far as the attitude around this football team. Especially when you look at, I mean, you know, Pap, as you mentioned, most of the teams in the conference have a losing record. And then also, just like when you look around college football, I mean, most of the teams in the Big Ten stink. Most of the teams in the ACC stink. The Big 12 stinks. And it's like Auburn's in a good spot, regardless of where you look, in my opinion. Now, they could totally go to Starkanistan this weekend and just totally, just totally fall apart. We've seen it happen before. Um, but I just kind of got a good feeling about this weekend. Take that for what it's worth. Pappas, where can people find you, buddy? Really fast. Yeah. Zach, I do want to say that um, um, Barstool Sports has had, they opened their new sports book this year, and since week two or three or whatever, they have offered a bet that's just Mississippi State over under two points. That's hilarious. Over under two points. Go. Uh, I will take the over on that. Mm, interesting. Follow me on Twitter, at Couch Potato. And if you want to go to see Arkansas play Florida this weekend, tickets as low as $35. That's huge. That's huge. Follow me on Twitter at Z Black. We follow show on Twitter at Locked on Auburn and on Instagram at Auburn Podcast. We will be back tomorrow right here on Locked on Auburn. It's the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.